Oh dear. Oh dear. Couple things here. Yes, this should have been a two-part episode because it's pretty much almost two hours. It's mega long, but because of the recent, very, very recent Telltale news of over 200 employees losing their jobs because of mismanagement, an episode about Telltale at their best had to be done, unfortunately. And the other part is Aziz's audio for the first 30 minutes, it's full-on tunnel talk. <laughs> but thankfully, you gotta fix later on, and you can only like amplify and uh, adjust the, the quality of, of the recording. But thankfully, he got it fixed later on in the episode, no problem. Because of that, um, I wanted to share the um, <laughs> the joke ending to season one, but that's super visual and super worth it if you can find it. Um, just look up Jake Rodkin on Twitter, and you'll find the secret video there. I'll link it to the, in the uh, description as well. Instead, let's hear our desperate team of survivors say naughty words. Fucking fucking son of a bitch. Fucking fuck. Fucker. Fuck. Shit. Fuck. Shit. Fuck. Fuck this. Fuck. 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 Shit. Shit. Fucking. Fucking bastards. Fucking. Fuck. Fuck. Fucking. Fuck. Shit. Fucker. Shit. Bastards. Shit. Shit. Fuck. Shit. 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 Fuck. Shit. Piss. Fuck. Fuck. Fucking. Fucking. Fuck you. Fuck. Fucking shit. Fucking shit. Ass. Fucking. Fuck. Fucking. Fuck. Fucking. Son of a bitch. Fucking shit. Shit. Jerk. Shit. Shit on me. Fucking bastard. Fucking. Fuck. Ass. Fucking. Fuck. 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 Shit. Fuck. Sons of bitches. Fucked. Fucking motherfuckers. Fuck. Shit. Fuck. Shit. Fuck. Fuck it. Fuck. Fuck you. Fuck. Son of a bitch. Swear. Welcome and hello to Level Select, a podcast about finding the best, or in this case, memorable levels, sections, or just a particular portion of a game. And oh my gosh, um, it was inevitable, like what we're going to be doing here. It, it, it had to be done, and I, you know, like we, we had it. In, in our pocket, and it's like, well, we could do this episode, but like, oh, crap, we really have to do this episode considering all the news. But that said, I am your host, Robert Beach, and what is on our plate this episode, unfortunately, Aziz, two-way Jerry. <laughs> unfortunately, Aziz, two-way Jerry. I, I, I agree, <laughs> it's unfortunate. <laughs> Uh, there was a comma there, answer. okay, come on, you, it's, 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 I'm, I'm addressing you, it's not part of your name. Hey man, you. Uh, you, can't, you can't hear commas, right listeners? You can hear pauses, you, you can make pauses, I, I, I'm going to edit this out and I'm going to have like a, this like JRPG-esque like pause, <laughs> in the, just, just to use that as a comma, there. I, I, okay, you can edit, I'll make the sound once and you can edit it whenever you want. Huh? <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, like, it's, this is supposed to be like a serious episode. We're gonna talk about like a serious game, and yeah, like a really important game. But no, all right. Like, sure, why not? Start off with the gills. 
Uh, I mean, when, when there's tragedy, there's comedy, am I right? Yeah, 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 like, like, there's a lot of gallows humor in this game that we haven't even mentioned that at all yet. I mean, if, if, if you've seen the title, you kind of know it, so... Yeah, true. I mean, the podcast could yeah. be just the autoplay, and it's like, oh, I wonder what this episode's gonna be. We're just gonna keep on talking about it without actually, like, mentioning it. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I know a specific kind of audience who constantly complains about the host not mentioning something. So, I mean, but we're gonna brush over that. Sure, but, okay, fine, I'll introduce it. Telltales, The Walking Dead, Season 1. Are we talking about that game in its entirety, and instead of going going on an episode-by-episode episode basis, we're gonna be talking about this one particular episode. And I was kind of torn on picking which episode because, like, early on, I was thinking, it's like, well, I'm kind of torn between episode three and episode five, but then it had to be like, no, no, it had to be episode five. It had to be the conclusion. It's it's, it's a bit, I, I don't know, it, it's, it feels a bit hacked to say, like, oh, no, no, no the, the one that, that ties everything together is the best episode, but mm, no, it, it works incredibly well here yeah i mean a lot of people like uh i always have this debate with friends that say like especially in uh, movies that say like well man i thought the movie was uh, why why did you rate this movie badly as it was like well i mean everything was fine until the ending which was terrible it's like no come on man the ending doesn't matter like well ending is one part of the movie but, like, but no the ending is, is something that cements the idea it's not like a conclusion in an essay where you just sum up what just what you just said before the ending is like the uh, the uh, full stop it's like it ends it it, it, it ends it and, and it punctuates it and, and it, it proves the point, you know what I mean? So the ending is a downer. It's like, right. so, so what was your point then? If the ending is bad, um, so what, why, why did you lead us to this path if the, uh, if the ending is terrible, you know what I mean? So that's why, even, even though it's saying that like the season finale or the final episode of this game is the best, it, it's kind of moot because it, it is kind of moot to discuss it, but um, it's in, in, I don't care what anybody says. But uh, we want to talk about Telltale's The Walking Dead Season 1 because Telltale is effectively yeah. dead. Um, died because of its own hubris, so to speak. Um, yeah. Based on like various reports and just, just, just being like a general consumer. And, and, and just seeing like how, how, like, how fast yeah, that uh, you know what star really burned. Is that especially like, like when companies are formed because they were upset with the status quo. You know what I mean? They, like, like Telltale, like yeah. I heard that they, they, they were formed because LucasArts were uh, like, like stopped making any new games IP and just started focusing on Star Wars. So the Telltale game, like the developers who were laid off made their own you know, series and could, like bought the Sam and Max license that LucasArts were making and then continued on their game. And it's like, and then up until 2012, they were like purely passion, driven and then post walking dead i mean i mean there's a lot of reports to showcase what happened there and it upsets me because it's the same season like i'm, I'm a huge movie buff so when i hear that the original hollywood was was made because they were upset with the industry in the east coast and they wanted to have their freedom in the west coast and i'm like holy shit wow <laughs> man we need another yeah it's all about power movie. baby like a real one, burn down the studios. Yeah. I mean, you, you 
you have fun leading the charge on that. Like, I'm just going to sit here in Pennsylvania, <laughs> just, just like, uh, recording my podcast. Yeah. And it's but like, anyways, okay, yeah, so that's good. Yeah, no, it's it's like, I have no power yeah, here, That's what upsets me most about Telltale. It's like, I, like it, it, it was pure, like, again, it, it was purely passion-driven, and then just, you know, they got a fucking Zynga guy to run it last year, and it just... Oh, yeah, like, he, he's not the worst. I mean, I, I, well, he's, he's kind of the worst, but, like, like I don't want to say, like, anyone from Zynga, but, like, mostly executive from Zynga. It's, it's like, you may, you're, you're claiming the fame are a bunch of, like, uh, no, mastery No, I know, but, games, I mean, like, I'm not saying that he is no, the worst. I'm just saying is that if, if you've reached a point where you have to hire a fucking CEO from Zynga, like, you've reached a point of no return. Yeah, uh, I, Xbox. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I know, no, but, I mean, I think it was the opposite. Xbox, he went from Xbox to Zynga. Yeah, so. Oh, Jesus, yeah. No, I was just talking about more like uh, yeah. Don Matt Matrick, who was, it was like, it's like, oh yeah, like I'll take care of the Xbox brand, and then like, <laughs> that was the whole like kerfuffle going on with uh, the uh, the original, the 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 I don't want to say original, but but the Xbox yeah. One, not 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 the, not the original generation Xbox, but no no just just the Xbox yeah. One whole like the 2013 yeah. um, release kerfuffle with yeah. the always online bullshits. But yeah, like like effectively, they are now like a skeleton crew of twenty five staffers, and you mentioned like it's mostly just like the decision makers who are there, just like handling shit until it's effectively dead. And kind of the Walking Dead, the final season is in limbo. They just released a second episode, but they still have a few more to go. And like twenty five people is not enough to finish yeah. that game. It, it seems uh. like. But eventually, like they killed off the Wolf Among Us season two, the Stranger Things tie-in, the Game of Thrones What's that season even two. On the table, to be honest, I mean, those those three were. were no, like, no, I meant Game of Thrones because Wolf like, Among Us season two was obviously their next, like their next project after The Walking Dead final season. But I mean, the Game of Thrones season two right. was not even on the table. It feels like it was something they're like, yeah, we'll make it later. You know what? You know, it's like. Yeah, I'll play a vampire. Yeah, yeah, like the, 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 like <laughs> it did. T- Telltale did mention that that it's like yeah, that there was a se- second season in development, but the, it was it was like it's like oh, we'll, we'll hold off on it in a, in a few years for yeah. for like other current projects. But it was just one of those things where like they, they had like kind of like ready in the waiting, which it's like we had the, the pre production. In motion, but then they just never actually like okay, let's, let's yeah. get 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 this no, shit I mean, going. They had plans, but not actually like made effort to. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean like good from all, what I've heard, the final season of The Walking Dead, when from the reviews and like the situation happening, it was obviously born purely out of you know financial uh, insecurity, and they just wanted to like let's just have one final cash in on our like largest IP, and uh, hopefully it will save us. Because if you like, if you notice, I remember, if you remember the deal. Like, I don't know if it was up to a certain date or up to the release date itself. Uh, like, if you actually pre-ordered the final season, you get every single Telltale game. Yes. Like, Good I, lord. I, I, wait, 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 wait. Actually, wait, wait. That's, I, I, that's maybe, insane. I, I, I don't know if, I'm, I don't know if I, either every single that's... Telltale game or every single Walking Dead game. So, I don't, I don't remember exactly because I didn't have to search for it. You know, Google's, like, finicky. doesn't tell you the exact, uh, like article that you can find but it was either one of the options but either option is still excessive you know what i mean 
But even still, like every, every single like Telltale game or like Telltale style game post twenty twelve or like every Walking Dead game. That's, yeah, that's yeah, but I'm saying like uh, so yeah, like for me, I should have suspected it's like hmm, they obviously made that deal so that people like would be more oh uh, uh, enticed to buy it. I just thought it was like one of your your, your usual oh play the game so we can recoup uh, recap what you uh, uh, what you missed or people haven't played missed, it. Right. I'm like then. Then I realized no company does that. Like make it for free. Like either they have it on sale or just give the first episode for free or something. So I should have you know smelled something suspicious when they literally gave at least all of the walking, previous Walking Dead's game for free. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and there was a there, there, there was a slew of layoffs. Like they, they, they uh, uh, booted twenty five percent of their workforce yeah, last year in twenty seventeen. Yeah, 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 but they got severance, pretty much. They had help <laughs> to, to yeah. uh, actually like find another job. Like here, here they were they like effectively like made like two hundred and fifty people just just like out of a job, and then like yeah, that that, yeah, that no, is. Yeah, no, I'm you know the worst part do. of it all. Some people, some people were saying like, oh, some of them were hired a week ago. I'm like, are you insane, Telltale? Yeah. Yep, I like, saw that too. It, 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 it's just like not even mentioning that's like. Hey, we're gonna be screwed here in a few weeks. Best not to hire anyone, or best to like, hey, like let's like there's there's like no writing on the wall at all. In in the meantime, they're still like in full full on like okay crunch mode. Let's 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 get this shit out. Let's let's, let's work on this. Let's they were still in in, in, in that fucking states. Like even after yeah. like lo losing staff, even after. The 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 the, the, uh, yeah. the bullshit surrounding him, and there was a report like earlier this year by um, I, be I believe The Verge and uh, maybe a couple other places that they were just reporting on like, yeah, like after The Walking Dead, like uh, the the executive board and like its CEO, um, just just had a, a bug up their buttons. It's like no 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 no, we are making this huge. We are making Telltale. We're putting Telltale on the fucking map. Like every game we're gonna do is gonna be a hit. It wasn't. But like every game is gonna have this like big ass IP related to gaming, or or, or just be this like pop culture icon, and we're gonna make it in the, in the way where we'll make it in, in the way like we did The Walking Dead, which was this, it was a point and click game, but it was it was effectively like more decision based. There's a lot of writing involved. There's a lot of cinematics and all that, and they 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 spent all that time just like putting out so much stuff, and it was just. It, it it was killing yeah, people crunch, practically. Like, uh, it's one of the things that somebody like it's one of uh, like damning things about the game industry when people say that it was just uh, it's just a standard. I'm like, how? Like, didn't Rockstar employees sue Rockstar for the same fucking thing back when Red Dead, the original Red Dead Redemption, was released? Like, how is this? Oh Jesus! Don't come be yeah, started. Yeah, no, I'm saying like that thing oh. like, should have been resolved years ago, and yet here we are. You know, like uh, I've like I've read uh, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels by Jesse Schreier, very good book. But it mentions almost every single game, especially Uncharted Four. Like almost had like obscene amounts of crunch uh, to try to even just uh, not even just ship the game, and it's like, and it's because of very poor decision makings and like uh, and have to retract those steps. In the last few months, like, and I've heard, like, I, I think you're, like, you mentioned Bioshock Infinite, and it's like, even though I really liked the game, but it was obvious that it was the victim of too many, too many cooks, quote, <laughs> I, I know that that phrase is now dead yeah. uh, <laughs> in the internet sphere, but, uh, but yeah, it's too many cooks, and not too many cooks, I mean, 
Yeah. Too many revisions. Oh yeah, yeah. It took a while to get out, and then eventually they just said like, no, fuck it. Yeah. We're, we're putting this out now. Um, it doesn't matter. They Should even hired uh, revisions. the we're getting epic this guy. Out. I forgot it. Ferguson, I think something Ferguson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like Rod Ferguson to just come in and say like, okay, okay, motherfuckers, we're getting this out now. Shut up. Leave. Just, just drop it. Just remember, we're killing yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's like this is the same similar situation. But I think, uh, I think, I, I don't know if I'm right or wrong, but because that, because nobody complained, that nobody said anything at the time. I assume there were severance packages because 2K didn't effectively shut down back in the day. Um, we would like to assume that, or at least like there, there's some like like okay, yeah, you'll be being paid for yeah. the next like two months or so. But like I, I, I could be very wrong. We, yeah. we, we don't. Yeah, know Twitter's exactly. not. Like all yeah. we can rely on is, is Twitter and, and like various uh, reporters just saying like my sources indicate yeah. like such no, and yeah, such. Yeah, in the end, yeah. What happened with Telltale is a complete clusterfuck. Yeah, and, and, and even worse, what, what was like after The Walking Dead, um, Dan Counters, the, the CEO at the time, I, th- I, I believe he stepped down, and the other like co-founder of uh, Telltale stepped in, and he he just got like this this bug up his butt. Uh, Kevin Bruner, like he, that 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 dude was, was the king of crunch because like, like most of the time like like employees were, were, were mentioning at that at Telltale like you pretty much had like a lot of like creative freedom to do what you want and and the executives that the higher ups didn't have that much like um, oversight or just 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 like the yeah. over the shoulder kind of like looking over what's going on they didn't they didn't have like have like a hand in every pie it's like they they just trusted their creative people. But it wasn't until The Walking Dead like received like all these accolades and like all, all this praise for for its writing team like this is the most I've ever seen a game like focused on its and its writers like Sean Vanneman, yeah, Jake say, Rodkin, Gary Witta. Yeah. Like I'm, like it's one of those names. Every time I see it, I'm like, this dude was from freaking PC Gamer, and he went to like have some. He had his hands in a freaking yeah. Star Wars movie. Wow. Yeah, you wrote the screenplay for, uh, I think he was for the uh, Rogue screenplay. One. He, like, and, uh, um, um, I forgot his name, but uh, he, uh, like, he, he's one of Hollywood's royal royalty screenwriters. He's the one who rewrote the screenplay and actually directed it. Like, not quote-unquote directed the reshoots. But in any case, Telltale, sorry. For the... Yeah, like... Yeah, Gary Whitta, he was the story consultant for season one with a writing credit to, to episode four, had a writing credit to the final season, but sc- he wrote screenplays to uh, Star Wars Rogue One and the Book of Eli and After Earth. But yeah, he, he's, he's written quite a few few things. Um, you had uh, Sean Ainsworth and Mark Darren, but the two biggest ones, like the two big leads on this game, like they're pretty much the creative director and head writers of it were Jake Rodkin and Sean Vanneman. And w- w- when they they, they, were, they they kept on like having, I don't want to say all this press, but like they, they had all this attention on them as like the creative forces behind the season. Like I, I like you, you saw all these like uh, accounts from that Verge article about Telltale's um, toxic workplace. 
saying like yeah like the executives had, had like a bug up the, their butt to say like no this is telltale and we're taking the spotlight away from the, the, the creatives and that that just eventually led to sean vanneman jake rockin and a couple other telltale people to say uh no like we're, we're not dealing with this we're, we're gonna we're go to go and make campo santo and make firewatch and eventually get bought, bought by by steam to make our game yeah i was gonna say be bought by, like, by val yeah, so they're bought make by a absolute game. trash <laughs> uh, no, no, I meant Steam. Oh, jeez. So, um, I, I was gonna correct you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was it was just like a bad situation, and like after those creative leads left, it, like okay, it eventually led to that CEO Kevin Bruner, who, who was evidently like like he was a great programmer, but then it got to the point where like he had his hand in every single pie. And he and him and like a bunch of other executives said like like no no make it more like The Walking Dead make it more like that 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 success but like you, all they did was just like repeat that formula yeah. over and over and over again there, there's there's no like creative um there's nothing that there's no creative sparks because they kept on trying to repeat that process and yeah. hopefully it, it would it would hit. Yeah, it would have it's, another uh, hit in the hands. Like, uh, and like because of their like multiple deals and buying like and trying to negotiate deals with like extremely profit quote unquote profitable IP that screwed them over because anybody who's interested in these IPs are not gonna play fucking Telltale games. Like no offense to Telltale, but nobody was gonna play your Guardians of the Galaxy game in any case. Like okay, Batman the Batman game makes sense. But Guardians of the Galaxy, Game of Thrones, like I love Game of Thrones, but I'm pretty sure literally almost 99.99% of the people who love Game, who like Game of Thrones don't even play games. Right, right. That was the other thing too. Like, I would imagine it wasn't adequately marketed either because there was so much going on. They didn't have the chance to push out like, hey, this is a big tentpole game. It's the big thing. Like, not many people knew about, like, the Walking Dead Telltale game. Like, okay, they may have known, like, oh, wait, the Walking Dead Survival Instincts with, uh, <laughs> with the uh, Dixon no, brothers. Like, okay, yeah, sure. Like, Woody Harrelson and uh, Norman Reedus. Like, like, oh, yeah, they're on the cover. Like, oh, sure, I'll pick up that game. And, like, like that's, that's, yeah. that's really it. Like, like the Walking Dead only caught fire because like it was it was, it was the biggest thing. It, it was the only like big thing that year, and it, it was just like it just had this like rippling effect of like oh, oh man, like yeah. the Walking Dead. Oh yeah, man, no, I had uh, all this uh, prestige around it's like, it. There's a combination of bad management, bad uh, like like honestly like if they just made this one decision of just like just not buy almost every single IP on the planet. They would have hit so many birds with just one stone. Like if they didn't buy so many IPs, they could focus on one game each year. If they didn't buy so many IPs, they could not. Like they couldn't. I mean, they would still force crunch on their employees, obviously, but not to. Yeah, and it was terrible. Like, like again, like from a Verge article, it's saying like there's crunch yeah. and then there's telltale crunch, where where like there, there was like so many last minute revisions, but like they, they still wanted to be on track to be to meet their episode release dates, and it, yeah. it was just insane. Just just re- re- reading all that last night, and I, yeah, I, I just couldn't and if they believe didn't like buy some how... ideas, they wouldn't need to scale up and hire. Like I think I think literally in the next year, they twenty twelve they hit gold, and I think either I don't know if it was immediately in twenty thirteen or just a couple of years later twenty fourteen they they expand like they doubled their workforce or doubled it, doubled it and uh, some change. So yeah, yeah, yeah like, exactly. they, they didn't focus on 
at, at least double or they, they reached a certain point where it's like, okay, we have like 300 employees or so or 300 or 400 compared to like 100 back, back yeah. when they're doing The Walking Dead. And I, I, I was going to like transition into this, but they've been making a lot of games even before The Walking Dead. They, 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 they've had like, they made like a ton of like point and click games. Like this, like episodic gaming, like basing uh, and, and like taking an IP and m- making like a bunch of episodes out of it. This is this isn't new. This isn't news to them. They've been doing it for a while, but it was it was just at that point where like okay, we gotta make every game. Yes, yeah, like yeah, exactly. like The Walking Dead. Yeah, that's what that's, that's what I'm saying. Effectively like, killed it, them. Like it, 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 again, I said, it upsets me again because they're not they're not idiots. They just oh, they just struck gold from their like debut movie or whatever. They were like they had a steady pace, and suddenly it's like. Um, it's like it's like trying to follow the Marvel formula of saying, oh, we need every single movie to have a billion dollars. Like, not every single movie is gonna have a billion dollars, but I mean, soon, obviously, like, right. Every movie is gonna have at least uh, eight hundred million. But uh, I, I digress. But in any case, it's like just follow and ch- ch- Not everyone's gonna be playing. Yeah, that's right. every Telltale game. Yeah, not I, everyone's I, gonna be like. I, I don't know yeah. if we said this in the episode before or not, but they were their own competitors. That's what pisses me off the most is that is that like people are like exactly. wait, wait should i play should i play this should i not blah 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 whatever and like like a lot of games got like fell into the wayside because they're not they're either not quote unquote uh a big ip or they weren't even advertised as well like but tales of the borderlands they were, it was genuinely their second best game in their entire catalog and yet nobody played it yeah yeah, it was just a, it was just a case where they had episodes releasing of like multiple series like at at once. They they had like okay, here's the start of an episode, and then like oh like right in that span like another another like another season was ending or it was right in the middle of another season. It was it was just so many conflicting. It seemed like just about like every month there was like a new Telltale episode, but it was just so hard to keep up with, and it, it was it was just. It was nuts because, like, I, I was doing some research and, and seeing, like, okay, how bad did it get? Like, how, how many like projects did they have in motion for, in, in, in like a two-year span? And, and from like October of 2015 to October of 2017, Telltale had like these, th- th- like, had like nine games that were released in their first episode or final episode or an episode in between in, in that span. So either they're they're starting or ending a season in that two-year span. They had Minecraft story mode. They had Game of Thrones. They had Tales from the Borderlands. They had The Walking Dead Michonne. They had Batman, the Telltale series. They had The Walking Dead, A New Frontier. They had Guardians of the Galaxy, the Telltale series. They had Minecraft season mode season two. No, Minecraft story mode season two. Um, And then... Batman the Enemy Within. That's nine huge games starting or yeah, ending in a two year span. We're talking about games that are like I'm I'm on, I, you know honestly I forgot they completely exist. Like the Guardians game. Like when somebody reminded me of that, I'm like, yeah, that freaking happened. I don't like that seems like a genuine flop to me. It's it's nuts. And and before anyone could counter with like but with the criteria, Telltale had nine games in the two-year span between April of 2010 and April of 2012. Yes, they did. But that span had three smaller games that cost $5, as well as <laughs> swept-under-the-rug licensed game series like CSI and Law & Order. 
those games don't compete with pop culture icons like Batman or Game of Thrones or Back to the Future or Jurassic Park. And like they only in that span, they only had like the, the big like I guess you'd say like like here's a major IP that, that we're doing like an episode series on Jurassic Park, Back to the Future, and The Walking Dead. That was it in that two year span. There's nine of those um, in that other honestly, two year span, no from, like October of 2015. But I'm not. I'm pretty sure they're not that expensive to acquire as much as compared to like again like. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, if, if you told me, if you told Aziz from 2013 that this, you're going to say this sentence, he wouldn't believe you. That they're not as expensive as freaking Guardians of the Galaxy to acquire. Or Game of Thrones, yeah, exactly. They're, they're, they're banking on IP Honestly, that, like, I'm pretty sure Guardians had a, like, so a, much. a bigger license deal because you know how fucking Disney is a uh, piece of shit about their licensing. And you don't see that many like actual Marvel games unless it's yeah. like a huge tentpole thing, like a huge like tr- like triple A game development thing, like like like, like we've seen recently with, with uh, Insomniac Spider Man. Like okay, yeah, like they, they put all their effort into Spider Man, all like, all their eggs in, in that one basket, and it's like of course it's gonna be selling like like a bajillion because they had the backing of Sony marketing it. And so it's like, oh crap, there's a there's a new Spider Man game. It looks really good. Okay, cool. Like wait, there was a Guardians of the Galaxy game. Oh, yeah, okay. that's, uh, I mean, uh, we're, we're going on too long about it, but really, it really is, like, one of the most, like, honest to God, I think I've read the news at, like, 3 a.m., it fucking woke me up. It really did. It really, like, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> honestly, let me give you a worse yeah. like, 4.30 a.m., I'm pretty, like, it was, like, the worst little moment. Like, you know, you know when you wake up sometimes, you know, like, uh, I'm just gonna check, like, if I have some important text, I'm gonna reply to them, then come back, and then go back to sleep, you know? And then I'm like, yeah, Telltale shuts down. I shot out my bed, and I'm like, what? I literally shouted, what the fuck? And then sends the tweet to every single person I know. And then I'm like panicking, like, what? Is, is this for real? <laughs> like, I knew Telltale was in trouble, but honestly, like, even though I hated, like, uh, I, I everybody's going to say, well, you just hate corporations as he is, blah, blah, blah. Capitalism is the way. But I'm like, I'm not going to be that guy who's like, communism is the only way. But I'm like, yeah, I hate, I, I hate executives, man. Especially when you come from, like, a, a soulless corporation like Zynga, like where they're the only reason they hire anybody is because hey you maximize their profits here and that's it and that's like but i mean i thought with him it's like okay they're gonna scale down their projects they're gonna focus on the thing that's get they're gonna like you know i thought they're for sure gonna survive yeah focus on their core competencies and, yeah, and I, like, try to like try something different but like no it, it, it was just brought on it's like oh we had to let go of 200 of our friends with no severance, there's, 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 they're, they're, all, they're yeah. picked out. And, and I want to talk about another aspect of it. The fucking gamers who are upset about the developers not delivering on their $20 <laughs> game. I'm like, oh man, you got screwed over your $20? Oh, boo-hoo. It's like big fucking deal. Like, uh... Like that's the least of my concerns. Like, oh no, like they may not be able to make good on that, on that promise. It's like, well, congratulations. How many times are you screwed over with Kickstarter? How many times were you screwed well, uh, over with like multiple like, Okay, games fine. Well, let's say that even if you did have a genuine concern to be upset about twenty fucking dollars on a game, like like honestly, if you had that much money to plop on something you don't even know the content of, you're already like you're already in this you know safe like oh I'm safe financially. Like you're comparing your twenty dollars to people losing their freaking jobs, their livelihood. 
Like people, like I've heard people, like I, 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 yeah. I mentioned ago, like they hired not only they hired people like a week before they're closing, they hired people with families a week before they were closing. They they moved across country. Yep. Like what the yep. fuck? Yep. Fuck you and your uh, golden shower. <laughs> yes. I mean golden parachute. Uh, it's, it really pisses me off because I'm like, if like uh, there's honestly there's honestly no like explanation except for that this is the day they were supposed to get a big deal. And that's the only reason they kept hiring people, like to disguise the fact they were in trouble. And it's literally as soon as they got a, a no from that deal, they said, "Well, we literally cannot manage. We just spent our last dollar, and they had to shut down." That's the only explanation yeah. I can think of. Is that the dumbass idea to keep hiring people? Yep, it's 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 a full-on bad situation. <laughs> yep, they they're. Again, effectively dead by by their own hubris. <laughs> what a what a great downer start. Oh, oh fuck! I know, yeah. Like it's just like you just gotta get all out of your system. And yeah, just and, talk about how uh, and it's, it's, this situation. It's not gonna be the first publisher. To, like I was upset that THQ died, but I'm like, well, I mean, they were a corporation first and foremost. They made big, made they made bad decisions, but in the end, it was for a profit purpose. I'm not as upset about like I was upset about it at the time, but I'm like, I was upset, yeah. like, oh, I didn't, I'm not gonna get to play games anymore. I was gonna be upset. That uh, I was I was upset that we're gonna lose uh, like devout dev yeah 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 Saints uh, Row like, I, uh, like, I was, faction I and so on. Saying, I'm upset that people lost their jobs, but you know when you look, when you work for THQ, you're gonna you're gonna land on your feet. I hope at least. But when you're talking about Telltale, like something like that was built like from the ground up, like no, we make something because we love it, you know, and it's it's just it's it's heartbreaking. Right. Yeah, and like with the THQ situation, like once, once um IP holders or like all these like it's like oh like Nickelodeon blank and all that like that that was like THQ's like a steady cash cow. Once that like, once that market eventually just left to smartphones, then yeah, I, I, I'd say that like like that helped kill THQ. Yeah, bad situation. So Walking Dead. Oh my God. So the Walking Dead season one. Ah, uh, we like we were like recording so much in, and we haven't got to the actual game part of it or the d development. Like, <laughs> oh my god! I mean, it is kind of like like let's be honest. It like The Walking Dead is Telltale, and Telltale is The Walking Dead. Right. You know? It's like, yeah. I mean, uh, I I know this is gonna delay the talk game talk about the game further, but like honestly, everybody is saying, oh, Gone Home is the first game that like you know. Uh, started talk about indie games or like being game of the year. I'm like, guys, did we really forget about The Walking Dead a year prior when it won freaking game of the year from the video game awards <laughs> of all things? Really? Did Achilles, we really forget yeah. about that? <laughs> the Keelys. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm going to call them that from now on. But yeah, like, uh, uh, so, so like the development of, of that game, you know, it was um, the first episode was released back in April of 2012, and then it had the luxury of re releasing the final episode, the fifth episode of November of 2012. So it was that perfect spot of like, oh wait, it's catching fire. Like now we can have like people saying like, oh no, it's, it's being in that game of the year discussion. And it was just this perfect storm going on for that. And eventually like you had, um, Mark Darrens, Sean Ainsworth, Jake Rodkin, Sean Vanneman, and Gary Whitta. The, those five, they, 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 they had like prolific careers 
um, at Telltale. I, everyone but Gary Whitta. He, it was, he was like a screenwriter and it was like an editor-in-chief of uh, PC Gamer beforehand. But like those four dudes, they, they had a lot to do at Telltale before The Walking Dead. Like Jake Rotkin, he, he was another director and writer season one. And you, you had a, like a story career at Telltale Games, and and you also like joined Campo Santo with Sean Vanneman for Firewatch. Before that, he was like a prolific designer at Telltale with tons of credits to his name. His bigger claims to fame were Puzzle Agent One and Two, The Walking Dead Season Two, with some writing credits, and just about like every Telltale game in the mid two thousands. So, with like any sort of credit you can think of. I loved uh, Puzzle Agent One. And 2. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, it's it's it's. It's small. It's small potatoes compared to what else Telltale did. Uh, so we talked about Telltale's history, and but before then, um, I, I do want to discuss a little bit about the deleted scenes from season one. It was just like you saw this like Reddit post from someone, and then eventually those those videos were were, were, were clipped. And then and like string together to make a YouTube video, and I have a YouTube video here. I, I watched like all like 15 minutes of it, and there's not that much changing in a lot of scenes. Uh, there are some slight changes to some scenes, like where Lee discovers the farm family is trapping and eating people during the dinner, and then the guy with no legs comes downstairs in episode two. And like the, the guy coming downstairs, you know, like I don't, I don't think that take took place in, in episode two, or like there there was there was a part where like you, you if you let Ben die in episode four, you have a brief scene with Kenny on the top of the tower where he asks you like what happened to Ben, and he said like I did what I had to do, or like you, you just gave gave like a like a like a random line, then like okay transition to the next scene where you go back to the mansion. Then there's a scene where Mark gets headshotted by bandits, and only Lee has to push the tractor to safety in episode two, and that that was obviously reversed to keep Mark alive for for an episode or two. But the biggest one I I saw, I don't know, I'll, I'll play a clip of it, was um, there, there's this weird dreamlike sequence where in episode one you had to save either Carly or Doug. And I, 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 it didn't really specify what episode it was from, but it was just like this weird dreamlike sequence where, or like you had Carly or Doug there talking to you with, with these weird, like I don't want to say zombie, like whited out eyes, just talking to you, like just talk, talking to you from the grave, at with like this black, this uh, blank black background, just giving Lee a bunch of shit about like Lee choosing, like like. What gives you the right to to choose who to kill, who who lives, who dies, and then yeah. it ended with uh, Carly or Doug pulling a gun on themselves, saying like, "You couldn't save me before, but can you save me again?" And like, "Wait, no!" And blam, it was, it was like this weird like horror dream dreamlike sequence, like a, a lot like um, that weird dreamlike sequence where, where like Lee was like fell asleep and then. He kind of woke up and said, like, oh, no, Clementine's a zombie now, and then she's trying to eat me. Oh, God, what a nightmare. Why did you do it, Lee? Carly? Why did you kill me? I didn't kill you. I suppose you didn't kill Sam, either. I had to make a choice. I I couldn't save you both. You decide who lives and who dies. Is that why you killed Sam? 
I barely knew you. Is it easier to kill a stranger? Easier than killing your old friend? You're better off not having to starve to death with the rest of us. Fine, if that makes you feel better, Lee. Is Sam better off now, too? Maybe I just reminded you too much of her. She never loved you, you know. <laughs> you can't save anyone, especially not that little girl who relies on you. She's as good as dead. <laughs> dead girl walking. What are you looking for, Lee? Second chances? I'll give you another chance. Can you save me this time? Why did you do it, Lee? Doc. Why'd you kill me? I didn't kill you. That's not what you said at the trial, Lee. Story changing. I had to make a choice. I couldn't save you both. You decide who lives and who dies? Did you choose to kill Sam? I barely knew you. Is it harder to kill an old friend than to kill a stranger? You're better off not having to starve to death with the rest of us. Is that it? Maybe you like to kill. Maybe you like the control you get to take. Is that what happened with Sam? Careful, Lee. You could grow to enjoy being a killer. You think you're this group's savior, Lee? You can't save anyone. Especially not that little girl who relies on you. Now she's as good as dead. Dead girl walking. I'll give you a second chance, Lee. Can you save me? But um, that, was, that was the biggest pull I, I saw from the deleted scenes. I'll, I'll just like jump right into episode episode five here because that, that, that is the biggest and momentous episode in the entire season. And I, I, again, like season three has a lot going for it. But I, I, like if I had to choose like an honorable mention, that that is a really close close second. But it's just like, like like when you look at episode three, like oh oh wow, like okay, two of these characters die, this other character dies. And somebody steals your RV, and then you get introduced to like these two other characters. That's, that's going to be following, like Omid and um, Omid and Krista near, near the end yeah. of episode three. It, it, it just kind of yeah. felt like that, like that, that episode would been would have been great if they just had if if they took out like introducing Omid and Krista because like at the beginning of uh, episode three, so you move it into beginning of episode exactly four. yeah move it to like episode four right. more so because it, it just felt like like well that was some shit uh i guess we we're gonna continue like oh hey new characters all right they, they, they could just end it on um duck and uh katya just dead and it yeah. ended right right then and there and th that that would have been a fantastic cliffhanger but like no 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 like episode five though the, the, the <laughs> The, the the episode that everyone cried at, at right right at the end yeah um i uh, would, would, uh, i'd like to have like touch on episode, uh, like the reason why one of the reasons why i chose episode 5 is the reason why because i'm because we ha we i want to talk about each episode individually beforehand yeah go ahead you know what i mean bring it on yeah okay so because like uh, one of the reasons why I had a, I had a fight with a lot of my gaming friends, I was like, "What? Wow, the Walking Dead sucked." I'm like, "Wait, did you finish it?" Like, "No, I just played episode one." I'm like, "Of course you're gonna say <laughs> it's gonna it sucks." Of course, like you can't say a game sucks if you haven't finished it. Especially like I can say, "Oh, you can't ask me to finish every game," and I'm like, "It's not an RPG where it's 80 hours, you know." Right. It's like give it a fair shot. Like it's not like if you, like it's like comparing a movie and a TV show. If somebody said TV show sucks and they haven't finished it, I'm like, okay, whatever. But if they said the movie sucked and they haven't finished it, I'm like, dude. 
come on like it's not it's not even it's not even that expensive and it's like it doesn't take much of your time but anyway so episode one like it's a good introduction to the series but um they relied too much on callbacks and like familiarity you know they brought glenn and i'm like they okay, brought glenn nice, and they, they they met um herschel walker who stayed at his farm yeah. for a little bit and it, it felt like yeah. it was felt too t- too tied to the walk dead comics too much but then, like yeah. I, I get it, like you're introducing, introducing the series, like oh hey it's that, like oh that's neat, like it's a callback here, like just to ease people into like like Walking Dead fans into that world. Yeah, yeah. So like, and then you have the cliched uh, yep. choice of do you save the like even though for me even if you have uh if you, even if you don't have a crush on the girl it really felt like the choice was like do you save the guy who is you don't the pudgy think about dude the yeah or, or or the lady yeah, with the gun it, yeah it was obviously like set up that way where <laughs> you if you like if it, it really is like it feels like telltale's like you know doug is useless just yep. kill him <laughs> you know what i mean it, yeah it really is and it's like oh come on telltale but so by then episode two was an improvement but it's like it relied more on shock value than um uh, actual writing, if that makes sense, can relied on like people saying, "Oh my God, they're eating people." Yeah, which is like, like, well, of course, you know, you're gonna come across. Yeah. A, it feels like a, like a a good like easy trope to like lean on in like zombie fiction. Yeah, like yeah, it, it's. A, I mean, at the time when I saw it, I'm like, when I played it, I'm like, oh my God, and then you know, and, and you know, in the power of hindsight, you're like, oh, I mean, it wasn't that shocking or that you know. Uh, it's called great to play, you know. Yeah, episode two is by far the weakest, in my opinion. I I, I disagree and say it's episode one. Okay. But episode two is very close, second. But anyway, so I mean that I, 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 actually, you know what? Let me actually episode two is the weakest because episode one has the introduction of Clementine, which is one of my favorite moments mm-hmm. of the game. So I'm gonna yeah I forgot about that. Like me, you Lee meeting Clementine is a genuine, amazing moment. Um, and that's one of the reasons I'm like actually that I remember that I'm like how could you not see that moment and say oh my god this is an awesome game I should continue it instead of saying ugh this game sucks right and it wasn't until like episode yeah. 3 where it's like oh shit this is really good like th- th- this is where it kicks yeah, in the yeah. high gear yeah yeah so I, I can't summarize episode 3 I mean well A because you said a lot of it and then it, there's too much events happening in it but I'm like but there's a lot of human moments uh, but I, I think him cutting Clem's hair was in episode three. Right, it? yeah, they're, they're on the train. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the most human moments when she's crying. It's like it's, it's obvious that it was one of her last few things that led her. It's, 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 it's like killing your dog. Da- like, I'm going to use an editing term, but it's like killing your darlings. Like, something that you love, that you cherish because it, like you, um, you relate to it. Like, there's sentimental value, but you have to get rid of it because it's not practical. Exactly, yeah. And... So yeah, and I loved that uh, scene a lot, and uh, and and then naturally went to the idea of teaching her how to shoot a gun, which was great. Yeah, there was a lot going on in that episode. Like it's it's far more. I mean, you can easily just say like, oh, like uh, important people dying. That's how we get good. Uh, that's how we make a good episode. Like not entirely, but just just like it was just like a cacophony of bad things just like piling onto themselves that just led to that moment 
Yeah, and it, it's like and it moved like in a good pace. That's why, I, like you said, it, it is like a really good episode. Mm-hmm. And then uh, episode four is good, but it it's obvious. It's you know how Harry Potter split the last book into two movies. Right. It, it feels episode four and five like a two-parter. It it really feels like it. Uh, episode four is like a setup, and then five is the beautiful, beautiful payoff. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's that's fair. I, I, that tracks. It introduces it introduces characters that would um, that wouldn't be there in episode five, but would play a big part of, of the main gang's misery in in that episode. Yeah. Or like say, say like like you didn't save Ben in episode four, then he wouldn't be there in episode five. But if you did save him, then he would be there in episode five, and then Kenny would get, be giving him shit because Ben let had a deal with the bandits, and then the bandits ransacked. Their their little enclave, and eventually led to yeah. Kenny's son Duck being bitten, and then that, that it, it, like all those events just just transpiring at once, and it, it's just it, it was like a great lead into episode five because like that 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 cliffhanger of episode four in episode four where like oh shit Lee's bitten like oh we're, we're like th- this is how it's gonna be now oh no. I yeah. need to play the next yeah, one. And it's, yeah, and it's it's one of those things where I'm like, you know, I always pull the hipster card, like yeah. especially with Breaking Bad. <laughs> like my friend, like my friends watch Breaking Bad, like at the very end, like last couple of years. I'm like, you motherfuckers! I had to wait for this cliffhanger to be resolved in a year and some change. You That's goddamn motherfuckers! Pretty much with everyone, like they're all like catching up with the AMC reruns or like on Netflix. Yeah. And like yeah, and that final like, so, season so like it exploded ha- in ratings, but like early early on those first couple of seasons of like no one was watching it. Yeah. Yeah, and uh so, so yeah, that's how I felt about episode 4. I'm like, "Oh no! Oh god, I can't wait. I can't wait." I literally was like <laughs> I was hyperventilating. Like I want to know I wanted to know what, what was going to happen. And because I knew like you know the gamer in you, the person in you, it's like, "Don't Lee, don't go. Lee just just, just don't right, do like, it." Right, like like I'm the protagonist. And, pr- protagonist. I can't die. Like the yeah, story will stop and, if I die. Like, well, the story did stop once once you died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, for, yeah. So that leads into beautifully into episode five. Uh, take it away, Robert. Oh boy, episode five. So we're gonna start the play-by-play. On the Walking Dead. What if my parents come home and I'm not there? I've got my walkie-talkie in case they try that way. Hey, there were some batteries in one of those boxes. Here, you can have some too. But we'll be in Savannah, and my parents were in Savannah. They always stay in the same place when they go there. The Marsh House? Yes, that's it! You didn't come into town from the railroad, did you? We gotta go! (laughs) Yeah, why? Clementine? Clementine! Clementine's gone. Wherever she is, I have to find her. I don't even know if I can ask for your help. We'll look for Clementine together. Hell yeah. She's my family now. She's all I got. Hell, in the end, family's all that matters. You're right. I owe her. Somehow, I gotta make it right. Clementine! Hello, 
so then he takes the his uh, core gang of like Krista, Omid, who are or a couple, and then Ben and Kenny. Ben, if he's alive, and um, Kenny. He, Kenny's usually always there with you, like no matter what playthrough, usually. But um, that's that's pretty much like the, the core group. Like Krista, Omid, and Kenny are always there. But uh, give or take, if you save Ben or not, he, he's there. So then you get this call from from the radio. You you had like a, this walkie-talkie throughout, and um, Clementine was being a little cryptic about about about, um, about the radio that was being used. And like who had the other oh, oh, yeah. other line yeah yeah so yeah. so then like um, Lee get, get got a response through that walkie-talkie that uh, Clem had, and it's like oh it was just this weird stranger and like he, he was telling you like uh he's keeping Clementine for now and it's not a kidnapping it's a rescue and so it's like oh shit like it was like it was, it was like oh no like like what does that mean like. We're all, my, all, 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 everything I've done so far. Were, were, were they wrong? Yeah, what? Uh, it, it is a genuine roller coaster, and I love the fact that you can, like, you have choices when you're bitten that you can hide it, but then you have a second choice. You like, fuck it, I'm just gonna reveal it, and or just continue on hiding it. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. There was like, like one, one of like, that was a decision you can make to like make an effort to hide it for a while. Or this next um, decision, where like the, the gain is pretty much like cooped up in a hospital, and they they just bicker over Lee's bitten arm. Yeah. And ev- eventually, it comes down to the point where, where like uh, the majority of people would, would like who would play that, which is like, no, no, no like we're, we're chopping this arm off. We're holding on to the holding on to the fact that uh, Lee. <laughs> Like we, we we want our leech to survive. Like there's no like idea of sense. It's like well we're gonna keep the arm, so like he like, we know like he's gonna turn into a zombie. Like we were holding on to that hope of him still being alive and having this happy ending. Fast would be good. Look. <laughs> Try to stay still. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, him cut chopping off his arm is not as powerful as his, like hiding the bite because like that makes sense story wise. But I mean, chopping the arm off, I'm like, yeah, it's a painful decision. But I'm like, it's a video game in the end, you know? It's like it's it's painful. <laughs> but I'm like, mm, uh, if it was in real life, I would be fucking panicking and then be like, ah, no. And uh, actually, the blood doesn't matter if I'm if I'm bitten. The it's gonna circulate all over my body. I'm already zombified. It doesn't matter if I cut off my arm or not. Yeah, yeah. You see, later in the episode, he he gets more, I guess you can say, fatalistic and more um more martyr-ish, where it's like I'm gonna die anyway, so might as well make it count. Yeah, and it's uh so um the events right after that. Yeah, so the, the, what what happened between them and the and the morgue and uh, Lee trying to find Clementine? Like it's, it's standard zombie movie stuff, but it's still enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's the, you you have that urgency there, where like you're playing as a character who's who's bitten, and whether you cut your arm off or not, like some shit's going on. Either like you're losing a tremendous amount of blood, that's why you're tired, or you're being slowly transformed. So then after that, like, you have the credit sequence during the ladder climbing scene where they try to reach the roof of the, um, 
of the hospital, and then eventually it comes down to Lee decides to ring a bell towel with a random roof ladder, and as <laughs> as, as as things in the Walking Dead world would would happen, the ladder bridge falls. Of course. And Lee rings the bell, and Lee leaps back to the gang, back to that uh, hospital roof. So that attracts all, all, all the zombies to the noise, so they can easily just try to escape and, and run back to the mansion that they were cooped up in, in episode four. So they return to the, to the Savannah mansion and find the boat that was in episode four was, was gone. The, the boat that was in the shed in the mansion is gone, and they found out the other group of survivors, the, the bunch bunch of old people, um, who, who, who they like? See, they stumbled upon and then kind of like brought them back to the mansion. Like, oh, they they, they took the boat as the as the as as Lee's gang was trying to find Clementine. It's like, oh, they felt bad about it, and it's like, well, it's a situation like uh, they would have done too. But it was, it was just, it was one of those. that's like, well, we guess I guess we have to like find Clementine now. There's like no like easy way, like. No, no easy way out of this situation. Yep. And then, and and just like Kenny just gets incredibly bloodthirsty over Vernon and the other old people who stole the bolts, boat, and then then eventually like Ben like was trying to tell him the the, the chill out and calm down, and then and, and then what well, like if, if you, like again if you had like Ben in your party still, and it, it just eventually led to this point where like uh, Ben just like he, he just loses his school. His teenager just is just. This is this, this like Dean Venture type, or, or, or this meek, like frail dude. Just it's like no, no, like fuck you, like stop blaming me for the death of uh, death of your family. I'm sorry for it, but like it, it, it's a good clip. I'll, I'll play it here. But he he just loses it on in Kenny, and Kenny just like, all right, yeah, you're right, okay, yeah. Where the hell do you get off? I'm just saying we should all chill, not just you. Chill. Lee's bitten and God knows how long he has left. Clementine is who the fuck knows, and we're robbed of the only hope we've had. So? So Lee should have left your ass in Crawford. We got enough problems. Fuck you, Kenny! Kenny, stop! No, let him. I am so, so, so sorry about Katja and Duck. I am! And I know I fucked up. But stop pushing me around and stop wishing I was dead! No! You know how they die. You've said goodbye. I never got to see my family, my parents, my little sister. Do you get that? Your family is gone, but at least you had them to lose. I never made it home. They could be alive or dead or walkers or worse, and I don't know. So give me a fucking break. Oh, Ben, I'm... And eventually, it came down to the point where, like, where they they had to go back into the mansion and figure, like, oh no, like all the zombies would follow them back to the mansion. Still, so they had to barricade the mansion, and Lee was given directions to, like, okay, you do here, you do there, you do this, and eventually, Omid was was just like staring off, like, ah, the front door is like wide open. There's like ten of them right there. So they all like rush to um, close the door, and Lee had to find like the, the, this like meat cleaver to just chop off the hands so they can so they can slam the door shut. 
And eventually, it, it just came down to the point where, like, okay, we got to find higher ground. And they, they, they had to run upstairs and uh, use whatever bullets they had to fend off the, the remain some zombies. And then they eventually came down to, like, oh, wait, we got to go higher. We got to go into the attic. And then here's, like, another, like, quiet scene where it's like, well... Like, they're, they're trapped in that at that point, and they, 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 they're trying to figure out, like, what, what they're trying to do, like, what, what's the next step, and then we, we heard, like, earlier in, in, in the episode, in, in season four, that Clementine said, like, oh, we're in Savannah, so that means my parents are going to be at this one hotel, hotel they're normally staying at, and lo and behold, Clem grabs the walkie-talkie and informs Lee that, um... That she's in the hotel that um, that our parents are at, so she, so she hasn't moved, been moved her at all. So the stranger, you know, like is just keeping her still at the at the Marsh Hotel. So that just gives them like, okay, that's a direction they can go towards. But for now, they had to figure out like, how to get out. And in that point, like Kenny loses his cool again about like like like. Well, we gotta have a dis- like an adult conversation about like like what the hell is gonna happen to Lee, and there's some bickering over that. It's like why are we talking about this right now? And then and then like Lee just got to the point where it's, it's like, okay, you know what the fuck to do when I fucking turn here, and like you have the choice between either to like um, throw this like bust of a uh, random like philosopher dude of some sort. Like I, I forgot like, the details aren't important, but it was just this human head like marble bust. It was just in the attic, so you can just grab that and like, eat, like throw it in, in a fit of anger. Whether that happens or not, but eventually, you find out like, oh, these walls, the, the, the structure is kind of corroded, so it can easily just take like this, uh, this, this, ha- this piece of furniture and just bash it up against the wall to create like an opening to just like run right into the next house. And as that's happening, there's another quiet scene where um, Krista and Kenny and Lee were, were, were talking and, and and just like contemplating like like what, what the fuck is going on and just just, just trying to understand like like just just trying to like sit down and like collect themselves before like going back into the fray again and there, there was just this, this nice scenes where, where like Kenny just randomly finds like a bottle of alcohol Kenny offers it to Krista Krista hesitates for for like a couple of seconds and then just like grabs it and, and chug and chugs it down. Uh, and then they eventually to then eventually reach next door to the next house and they climb into the bedroom there and they find a dead couple in their bed. Yeah, I remember and that. And then yeah, that, that that was that wasn't great, you know. Like they find like a hand a handgun in one of their hands, yeah. and it's like, well, I the, 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 like what, what else we were expecting? Like, does like that this shit happens? But it was, it was just like, like another like painful reminder for like Krista and Omid, the couple. Like, well, like, well, this could have been us. We we, we could have been like the ones where like we just like gave up, and like right after that, like it, it was one of those things where, where um it, it kind of like sparked something in, in Kenny. Where he's saying like, like he was coming to terms with um, his 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 wife's um, death because like his wife could have lived, his wife could have been here the whole time, but like after their son died, she she just like gave up. Yeah, 
Yeah, but it was just that whole scene where we're like, like Kenny saw the couple, and it was just coming to terms of like, well, I forgive my wife for taking her life, but it was still the wrong thing to do, the, the, the wrong thing to like give up instead of like fighting for the people you care about. So that was tough, and eventually, if you still had been in your party, well, too bad, <laughs> because they eventually reach a bal- balcony and they have to like leap across to the next house. And Ben was the last last one to jump, and for some reason, like, shit just keeps on breaking. And that balcony just breaks, and then he gets impaled by the balcony yep. from, from, from that uh, three-story fall. Kenny uh, comes in, and, you know, he says, fuck it, I'm just gonna save him. Tries to save tries him, to save and then him. Lee comes out. Yeah, like, Lee attempts to follow him, and sees, it's like, oh, no, if you move him out of that, out of that spike, he's dead. And eventually, like Kenny just says, like, "Okay, I have nothing to live for. Go save Clem. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, like, I'm gonna save Ben." And it's, it's like, "No, you can't." But like, just get out of here. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll fend him off. And eventually, it came down to the point where, like, "Okay, bye, Ben." Shoots him, <laughs> and like, "Oh, we never see Kenny again." And he's assumed dead. But it, it, it's just one of those like storytelling things. Like, well, if you don't see the body then he's not entirely dead, but he's assumed dead. Yeah, it's one of those irritating tropes that's like, uh, like, leave it ambiguous, but then, like, the writers are inter- they're trying to ring out, like, some st- stupid sub- subplots, and it's like, aha, uh, got you there, like, for the ch- cheap shock value. Yeah, yeah, and if, if you didn't save Ben in episode four, it would lead to another scene where the walkie-talkie would, would um, fall down in a hole, down, 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 down a building, and then Krista and Kenny would go after the walkie-talkie, and eventually that left that 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 left just Kenny to be like, well, I'm stuck down here. I can't get get out because there's a there's a horde of zombies coming at me. So they just say like, leave me, leave me, go go save Clementine. So that just like also like written off Kenny. It's like, well, he's gone, and that uh, it just eventually led to Krista, Omid, and Lee to attempt to climb a sign to the Marshall Tell where Clem is at, but at that point, like, <laughs> like everything just keeps breaking <laughs> in that episode. Yeah. Where, like, oh, the, the sign they're climbing, like, I, I guess it can't support, like, 150 pounds at a time because after Chris Omid, uh, Chris and Omid climb across, Lee's, Lee's just left with, like, well, the sign broke and I can't, there's no way I can get across. Like, I guess I have to, like, walk through... Like a horde of zombies. And I think at that point they agreed that they should meet outside of town, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, they, they, like Chris and Omid had to meet outside of town, so that that just left Lee to do do the rescuing at, at that point. Because like I like there's this line like I forget where, but I think it was like early on where, where like uh, there was a little bit of a uh, gallows humor going on where Lee was saying like, "What's the worst that could happen? I get bitten again." But I mean, yeah. it's uh, it really is. Uh, and then what follows is one of the most, uh, more not most, but more inten- uh, intense gaming sequences I've played back in that that time. It's like, uh, uh, especially if you chop off your arm, it's it's super painful. Yeah, yeah, like that, that last half hour left in in the episode was was pretty rough because like like that that's where Lee's fatalism kicked in where it's like well if I'm gonna die I'm gonna die anyway you know like, like I might as well make it count because like all he does is take take to meet Cleaver and like you just there's just like 
marches straight to the Marshall Tell and, and just starts chopping up random zombies that are trying to attack him. He doesn't get bitten again, but it was just one of those things where, like, he's he, he knows in his head, like, he's going to die, but it, it was just, like, desperate time. Yeah, and it's like uh, yeah. he's not waiting for an elegant solution. Yeah, and, and then um, there's a song called um, Armed to Death. No, no, Armed with Death. Ah. Which like you can yeah, lead to like multiple like reasons why it's called that, but it, it was playing in the background in that sequence. Yeah, no, I, rem- and eventually, I remember that song yeah. very vividly. And eventually, you see like a station wagon in front of the Marshall Hotel, and it's like, huh, that's weird. Okay, carry on. <laughs> and then, then like he stumbles upon the the room that uh, Clementine's in, and he sees a string attached between two rooms. And then eventually he meets the stranger. And it turned out that the stranger was the person who had the station wagon. And then at the end of episode two, it, that, that was the exact station wagon that his gang, either Lee chose to steal from it, or the gang decided to say like, no, screw you Lee, we need the food, it's right here. That was his station wagon. And that that, that entire, like, Dinner with the stranger, like like after like a evening with the, with the stranger, was 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 it was another like typifying moment where it was it was it was just like like you you could not see that coming. Yeah, it's one of those things that's like uh, not a lot of people talk about it from a point of deconstructing game design. But it's like saying it's like you know how it's throwing your your actions like every every single action you've done back at your face. Yeah, and it, no matter like how good it was or how evil it was. Exactly, like it, it's and like, it's one of the things that like a lot of people say. Well, that's a bad thing because the game in the end it's the same thing. I'm like, no, no, it's it's a commentary. Like uh, like if it was like if if it was an easy way to if the, if this was the easiest way to write a game every writer would have done it like mass effect 3 would have done right. it right everybody would have done it but it's like this idea of confronting your decisions and it doesn't matter what you chose even if it's the <clears throat> noblest decision like oh you didn't you didn't choose from uh, you choose from my food like you let Clem starve oh you taught Clem to uh, choose uh, you taught her to shoot a gun you cut her like every single like no I'm, I uh, I made this decisions because I thought that was the best decision I could make and, this, and, and even if you're not like if you, even if you literally like 100% a, mod- a modder like the guy will still find you at fault exactly yeah there, there was this great uh, compilation video of, of the stranger just like blaming you for like every action you you, you did and I, I'll play a clip of it but it was just this rapid fire of just all these scenes it's like well you could have done this you could have did this but like like I, 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 like, like, how would you do better? It's like, I would do better. The, the stranger was, was like angrily, like, like letting you know. She just wanted to keep her dad safe. And I wasn't really there for her when she needed me. I'm not like you. You killed a man with a pitchfork right in front of a little girl. I did what I had to. You let that little girl get fed disgusting human meat. I did my best. You walked a little girl into a dairy full of sick people and let them get their hands on her. I was trying to find someplace safe for her. You abandoned a defenseless, grieving woman. She deserved it. You lied to her about 
who you really are. Wasn't the right time to tell her. You let a woman who knew who you really were die to protect your secret. It was impossible to save her, to save them both. You let a boy get yanked out of a window and into the night so you could protect a pretty girl with a gun. It was impossible to save him, to save them both. The sweatshirt she's wearing was my boy's. You stole that from us. We were starving. It was cold. So my family starved in the cold! You brought her to the most dangerous place in this city where she could have died. I couldn't leave her at the house alone. She would have been better off! How many times did she almost die with you? You wouldn't have done better. That is exactly what I would have done! Eventually, you find out the stranger was more or less just, like, blaming Lee for, like, all of his misery. Yeah, and... All, all, all the events that, 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 that took place, either by his hand or, 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 or like, just, just the whole, like, general bullshit that was going on when the, when the dead was walking. Yeah. Because it started out with um, the stranger... Like uh, going out hunting with his son, and then he couldn't find the son, and that brought he, he brought his wife along to go f- help find the son. And as they were going to try f- try to find the son, um, the station wagon was you know exploited. It, it was it was plundered by Lee's gang. Yeah. Whether if he chose or chose it or not. Yeah, and it's and it just like the the fact that they said that oh he already lost the son like he made a bad decisions beforehand shows that he doesn't like it's not your fault Lee he's just blaming you for the mistakes. He made exactly. and he, he like he used you as a scapegoat. That even though the action is terrible, even if you were selfish and ate that food, you didn't. Uh, you you like you were kind of in the dark whether or not people did die or just you know left it by accident or anything. But right. that guy lose lost his son. Like uh, not ex- like I'm, I'm not gonna say on purpose, but it's like um, second degree on purpose. If you get my just. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's uh, it is it's it's great. It's like uh, it's like him trying to be the hero in the story. Like I like that's one of the best thing. Like that's one of the best villains that you can make is that if you if you make him believe that he's the hero of his own story, and you'd make the best villain. And th- this is the, obviously the case here. Yeah, he was just so deluded and and just blinded by like like the, this this one person. It is the fault for for all that's 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 happened to me, and he's been following uh, Lee's journey because of the walkie-talkie, and it was just like it's like that's how they knew like like oh they killed the, the the farm boy or they didn't kill the farm boy or like you let Clem eat eat the the, the man meat. It, it was just so much at, at once because you you did not see that coming. You you, you like you didn't know the um, telltale system that much. To see like like oh this is all coming to a head where like somebody's coming at you and saying like okay here's every decision you make it's being thrown back at your face, I mean you, you had that where like um, characters would remember certain um, certain things you would say or or, or mention yeah I, and uh, on, like you said nobody knew the Telltale Whale I don't think even think even Telltale knew that Telltale Whale that's one of the reasons that made The Walking Dead unique and something that elevated the point, quote unquote point and click adventure. And it's something that's like, 
uh, it can't be done in a movie because you can't, I mean, even though, mm-hmm. because I mean, if you had the same speech in the movie, everybody would be like, oh yeah, I mean, the, the guy is a hero and he's just busting his ass. But when then you make the decisions and then you have to defend yourself, you feel, you feel attacked. Like, even though technically it's still a game, you know what I mean? Yeah. I and mean, then like, yeah, it, it, it still ends all the same, but yeah. you, you still have decisions behind, behind your choices and who, who, who lived, who died or like what, what decision you made. It's still like, like ripe for conversations. Yeah, and it was it was great for this game, but like like, you can't do it. You can't remake that magic, like twelve times over. Yeah, no, I I know I know, but I'm just saying is that uh, that's what that's the beauty of the Walking Dead is that it wasn't a telltale thing, it was a completely new direction for like. Well, not. I mean, it was obviously a new direction for them, but it was a completely like complete. I'm pretty sure like the people who wrote the episode or wrote the series like fought. To, I mean, actually, I don't, I don't, I know what Telltale. I don't know. Like, I, I, I want to say I'm sure that they fought over it. I'm, I'm not 100% sure that the executives just left the writers to do whatever they want because in the end, it's The Walking Dead. Like, it's a multimedia right. conglomerate. In the end, they're like, yeah, but and then I, I'm pretty sure the writers had to defend every single decision they made, and I'm glad they did. Oh yeah, totally. Because like I, at that point, like, like again, the stranger is blaming you for everything. Like, oh, what happened to the wife? Like, oh, well, eventually the wife was was getting you know like angry at him, and and, and like the wife is blaming the stranger for <laughs> for for like getting the food stolen, and, and this is all all of it's his fault. And eventually, she took their daughter and just left. And the stranger eventually caught up with them and found it like, oh, they're zombified now. Oh, they're they're dead pretty much. And it, it, it's later revealed that, um, like, he, he kept the head of his wife, yeah. which which is always a, a great indication of like, well, this, this guy's got you know he he's, he's got his head on right. Yeah, he this guy's the good guy. Yeah, no, I mean it's always a great sign. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's always a good sign. That's actually now that you reminded me, it's one of those scenes. I was like, mm. if you left that out, that detail, you could have made that guy completely empathetic. Like, and the only reason that you fought him is because he was in your way, and that's it. He's not evil he's just super misguided you know what i mean like he really thought yeah. he was but then he's you showed that and you're like uh, it really is like save the dog moment and it's like you had to force him being evil in my in that, that's my opinion in the end that's fair that's fair like the walking dead universe it, 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 it's a very cynical universe if you're reading the comics oh, or watching the show yeah. or even or even playing this game it's like don't trust anyone but the gang you have but even even then, don't trust half your gang, or don't even trust your family. It's it's a real cynical thing. Like, oh, why are they? Why are, why are these people doing so well? Like, uh, well, um, they have slaves, <laughs> or like, well, um, yeah. we're eating people. Yeah, no, it's one of the. Uh, yeah, that's one of the things I was like, yeah, that's one of the reasons I didn't like episode one and two that much. But I loved three and uh, especially three, like you said, because, yes, Walking Dead is cynical. But of all the three media outlets, The Walking Dead, the game, is completely empathetic. It's something, it's it's like, it's it's it, it, it teaches you, like, that you can persevere through love. And even though the end, you don't persevere. Uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves, but your legacy get, lives on. Yes, yeah. your legacy as in as like, your legacy of empathy lives on. Like, and that's why I loved season one so much, and I really didn't care for season two, and that's why I didn't even try to play the rest of the Walking Dead things. Is because I think they lost that touch. You know, it's like something. It's like 
Right. Yeah, and, and I am a sucker for this kind of stuff of, oh, love, oh, but I mean, it really is so easy to be cynical, you know? It's so easy to just <laughs> give up, you know? It really is. It's like, oh, whatever, fuck this. Uh, that's why I really hate, like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go on a tangent a little bit, so bear with me. Like, that's why I hate fucking internet atheists. It's like, of course you believe in a God, you dumb fuck. That's what you were raised in. I'm smart because I'm a cynic. I don't believe anything that's said to me, but it's like... I mean, that's easy to just... Rick did nothing wrong in the entirety of Rick and Morty. He's a good guy. <laughs> oh, man. He doesn't care about anyone, and that's exactly who I want to be. Uh, Robert, do you have the high IQ necessary to enjoy the show? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I, uh, like, I rewatched that series with Sarah, and it was, it was like, my God. Like, they, they weren't breadcrumbs of like, well, oh, like, oh, Rick's a bad guy. Like, no, like, he is a bad guy, even in season one. Yeah. And, like, it, it just, like, escalated with each season. Yeah. It's like, oh, God. Yeah, and it's like, uh, like, it's like one of those things that's like, oh, the writers know he's bad, but does the audience know? It's like with Breaking Exactly, It's yeah. like with Breaking Bad, where you literally had to spell, like, uh, it's one of the things I had to defend. Like, I, I love people I follow. I'm not going to name them here. But, like, they, they <laughs> criticize a lot of things, like, rightfully sometimes. Like, too, sometimes it's too much, but most of the time it's rightful because not a lot of people are smart to address their problems. But when they, at, when they attacked Breaking Bad, I'm like, no, 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 God, no. Of all the things that you should attack is fucking Breaking Bad because they literally said it out loud at the very most poignant moment in the entire series saying, no, I'm wrong. I did it for the money. I, not even for the money. I loved it because it gave me purpose. I'm evil. And I was, exactly. I was like, they said that in the show. Like, freaking give them credit, you know? They didn't try to hide behind them, like, oh, maybe he is evil or not. No, they actually addressed it, like, no, he is evil. He's fucking, he's fucking evil. But, uh, and it. And, like, in, in probably, like, in, in that same, <laughs> in, in that same, like, finale episode. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah, he, like, he's, he's admitting he's evil, and, like, he did it because, like, he enjoyed it and wanted to do it, but, like, he kind of did, like, well, he's evil, but then he created, he killed the greater evil of, like, neo-Nazis yeah, yeah. <laughs> in that final episode. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's, it really is, but it's like, he's not a hero. He's the lesser of two evils. Yeah, he, he's, he's a convenient hero. Hero, Like, well, well like, uh, like I'm not as evil as him, so I guess gonna bump him off. Yeah, I'm, uh, but anyways, do you know what's another great final episode? Uh, Sopranos. The Walking Dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you bastard. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Uh, back on track yeah, back on track uh, yeah. so, so, uh, look I, I'm the one who brought us to, to the tangent I'm the one who brings us back I'm sorry about this anyways so yeah Damn but it's straight. like so um, uh, after the fight after the talk with the stranger and the subsequent fight with him and, uh, and it's one of the things that's like I liked about the show it's like that um, Lee doesn't blame Clem for her actions because she is a kid she really did think that Lee right was be uh, was some like you know you, you always have this other person saying oh well this person did this because they are evil and then you know, they're like they have doubt in their in their mind and Lee completely understood that yeah like understood and and forgave like even though Clementine was, was saying like I'm sorry I'm sorry for doing this it's like that's okay you're found like you're here with me now yeah you know just just like r- r- real good like parenting I guess you can say or it's just like I understand you know you're all good. I made like you pretty much killed me, but you know you're safe now. Yeah, and it's like because it's it, they're not saying he's not saying oh Clem you did nothing wrong, but he said you did something wrong, but it's it's one hundred percent understandable why you did it because I mean right uh, anybody in your position would would have done the same. Like I'm not gonna be a saint, pretend to be a saint. Uh, but yeah, so they had a moment after the fight, and then 
Yeah, they have the moment after the fights, and Lee, the, Lee and the stranger um, struggle, and eventually, like, you had the choice of, like, well, are you gonna choke him out to death? And, or if you didn't, then and you would struggle and, and lose, Clem would decide, like, you know what, I'm, I'm just gonna take his gun and just fucking pot shot him. Yeah. <laughs> just, just shoot him straight through the head. Yeah. It's like, oh man, okay, alright. Mm-hmm. And right after that, um, when, when they're exiting the Marshall Hotel, the walker was right, like a rock, like a zombie was right outside their door. But what happens was a bit odd because he, they open the door and, and like the walker just smells Lee and didn't really do anything but smelled Clem and it was like, oh hello Clem, I want, I want some of you. <laughs> but, but it was it was it was interesting to see because it was kind of playing up the uh, the fact of like, well, I chopped my arm arm off. Like, is is it is it just because I'm like covered in like zombie blood? And, and, and guts from 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 the the, the hours spent is just like chopping these these fuckers up. Or am I being a yeah, zombie? Exactly, yeah, exactly. Or or, either, or are you slowly be- becoming a zombie? And like at, at that point, like you're still holding on to that belief where it's just like, no, I chopped the arm off. Like he should be good. He should be good. He should be good. Yeah. Like come on, he's alive. He's alive. Yeah, and the fact that they actually this is one of the few like unlike in the comic and in the show, they actually introduced the uh, cover up of oh we should put blood on us way more naturally um, than they did in the show yeah. and the comic. And the show and the comic, they're like, oh, yeah. let's cover ourselves in blood. They we they obviously wouldn't know it was us. Yeah, yeah. The the show and comics, I think they're they're, they're far more apparent. You know, like like uh, let's let's use their intestines as as like a necklace to, to cover ourselves, kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, and then uh, they they leave the hotel and. Well, yeah, they, they 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 leave, and and they escape to the streets, and suddenly, as they're like slowly sauntering their way towards him, and like. Clem, like, really close by Lee's side. They find... Well, Clem finds um, her parents. We don't know that it's, 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 her, it's, her, it's her parents at that point, but it's heavily implied at that point. I mean, point. Didn't, didn't we see and, their picture back in the house uh, in the first episode? Yes, yes. Yes, we did, yeah. But at that point, Lee collapses. He, he just looks like, I am slowly dying. I, I'm going to collapse. And somehow, Clem could drag a 150 pound man into a jewelry shop which which like hand wave it away you know whatever storytelling reasons yeah it's one of those cinema sin sins it's like hmm how did the little girl drag this in mm, i don't understand storytelling techniques ah uh-huh. <laughs> yeah just like who cares does it matter not not really that much yeah eventually you get to the jewelry shop yeah and that's that's where the rest of the episode plays out because at that point, Lee's just, I don't want to say catatonic, but like pretty much like on the verge of death. And then Clem, Clem was uh, exclaiming, like, I saw them. I saw them. My parents, they're, 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 they're there. They're, they're for sure dead. They're for sure dead. Yep. Yeah, they're for sure dead. At that point, like uh, Lee was saying, like, we have to get back out there. We have to get outside. And like Clem just said, like, no, like we, we close it shut. We we can't open it with, with my my little uh, little child arms and like Lee's like one arm or two arm. Like it, it was still wasn't enough. Yeah. But at that that at that point, it begins the, tra- the transition to Clementine as a playable character. At that point, Lee collapses to the ground. He can't move anything. He, he can't really do anything. You have to direct Clementine as Lee to free herself yeah 
And it's one of the more uh, clever things that Telltale did, is that you don't control Clementine exactly, but you you point and click so she can move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that they can actually like move move over there. Like It happened earlier where you saw Clementine escape the, the little room as you're talking to the stranger. Uh, yeah. Like, you, you, you can direct her... With your with uh with your eyes, it's like, hey, grab that bottle yeah. and hit him up upside the head. And at at that point, you find out like, okay, there, there's a way you can escape. Um, and it's like, all right, there's a security dude who, who who's who's like security uh, zombie that that has like a has like a gun and some keys. So eventually, she, she has to like break the window and open the door and. And tr- try to get the keys and gun. So that takes place, and eventually these the zombie security guard um, breaks free and like attempts to like go after Clementine, and Lee Lee just like like clunks out and like sleeps for like a minute, and then like like suddenly realizes like oh shit like w- w- what's happening, and Clementine's like struggling to like break herself free, and, and trying to escape from the zombie, and. The zombie's like pinned down right in front of you, and like you couldn't move your one arm because you had Clementine use the security guy's um, handcuffs and to tie yourself to the radiator just in case you turn right in front of her. Yeah. And at at that point, you have you have you have like a baseball bat right in front of you, and like all he does is just like kick it over to her and like. Like again, like one of those Simpsons moments where it's like, how could this little little child like bash the shit, <laughs> bash this zombie's head in? Like, who cares? It's fine. She bashes the, the the skull in, kills the zombie, and that leads to probably the biggest tearjerker scene of them all. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, 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 I'll, I'll play a bunch of clips of it, but it's just this really long sequence. Like, well, not really, really long sequence, but but this long, long sequence of uh, of just Lee saying like like go on without me, you'll do fine. Keep your hair short. And it was, it was just this this like I I was clipping this final scene between Clem and Lee, and I was getting really I don't want to say impatient. I, I do not want to come to the emotional waterworks from from the scene, yeah. so I skipped ahead a bit to see where it ends. It was tough because like I, I was on the verge of my my eyes like watering a bit, like like I could feel it a little bit. Yeah, it's uh, it really is a testament to voice acting and how the voice actor strike really is. Like I'm gonna be political again, uh, but it really is. It's like, like what? That's one of the few. Like it, honestly, if it wasn't for like I know the writing staff is great, the every one of these people are great. But if it, like a lot, of, like every single cog in this machine is perfect. But if the voice actors messed this up, like it wouldn't be as effective, and it wouldn't be as tear jerking. It's like there's just like Lee begging. Clementine to just kill him and Clementine yeah. is just refusing initially and then finally you actually take control of Clem and then bang cut to black I did it I got him you can take care of yourself see no not all the time here you can. Don't worry. 
You're strong, Clem. You... You can do anything. But I'm little. Doesn't mean nothing. You're gonna see bad stuff, but... It's okay. My parents... It's so horrible. I, I can't imagine, sweetie. And now... You... Please... Please don't be one of them. Please don't become a walker. There's only one thing you can do. You know that. I don't know if I can. You have to shoot me, honey. Lee, no. It's okay. It's okay. Clem, I was standing over Duck holding that gun. So hard. I'm sorry you're in that position now. I give anything for you not to be. But you just have to point it at me. Close your eyes and be thankful you never have to see me as one of them. You can do it. I know you can. Okay, Lee. I can do it. I I can. They're probably looking for us right now. Stay on high ground. Don't go too far. And you'll find them. They'll take good care of you. Myself. Great. Good. And also... What? What is it? It really is, yeah. And uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know if I told if this is uh, uh, behind baseball or I said it on the episode, but I really did force uh, force a few a few of my friends to play the game entirely in front of me, and then just to see their reaction at the end of the game. And almost like <laughs> I, I, I think we played like one of the settings. We had five, four to five guys in the game, and one of the people controlling the game. And as soon as that scene happened, he put the controller down, and we sat in silence for the entire credits. The entire credits. Oh, Jesus. Like, like, and for me, that was like the second time I saw the scene. And we we're just either looking at each other or just looking at the ground. And it was just, it was. I'm not crying. Like, yeah, you're no, crying. It wasn't even no. like just jokingly. It was just somber, man. It was just quiet somber. <laughs> and we we're just like, oh. And that's it. And it's like, it re- that's one of the reasons why. I, th- I think I, s- I don't know if I said this uh, in the pre show or during the show in PMB. That's why I said I'm going to defend Telltale. Uh, like the Walking Dead, the Walking Dead is one of the best games ever made, and it's what it's the, because of that moment. And an end like the game is good, but uh, like any endings could elevate something to like a higher level of uh, artistry. You know what I mean? It's like 
It really is. And like, if it was a good ending, I'm like, okay, that was a good ending. And then I'll remember if that was a good movie or not. But if it was like an exceptionally good ending or an exceptionally bad ending, I'll like, it would be super memorable. No, like when you think season one of The Walking Dead, you think of this episode. You think of this scene. Yes, exactly. You think of the ending, which is rare for a lot of games. Like I mentioned in that PNB, like, like, do you remember the ending to any of the Grand Theft Auto games? Do people no. do, do even most people even finish the Grand Theft Auto games? Probably not, but it it, it, it ending on like like you have to uh, like choose between like who, who to save at some wedding. It, it, was, it was like really forgettable. Yeah. But like you remember the Red Dead Redemption ending? Oh because God! It, oh fuck yeah, exactly. All I had to say was like Red Dead ending. It's like oh no. Oh god, John, no. Oh man. <laughs> And do you know what makes it worse? Because the Red Dead Redemption ending, it's like with the Walking Dead ending. There's a gameplay element to it. They make, they put exactly. you in that red eye position. And you're like, you motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. Like, and even like after that momentous scene, you, there's still a lot more game to play. There, I don't say a lot, but there, there's still a sequence. There, there's a time jump that uh, you had to play through it's like wait why am i playing as this person now like oh okay here's some catharsis yeah and that that that's why redemption 2's direction didn't make sense to me i'm like did you know tease something else in the original anyways i think uh yeah yeah that's a, that's a whole nother story but i i i, I wasn't entirely like finished with, with, yeah. the, with the clipping story so I, I was i was skipping ahead like trying to avoid that final scene and, and, and avoid like you know like like being an emotional wreck for a little bit. Yeah. And then, like, I clicked ahead, and I saw this. <laughs> I clicked ahead, and then this YouTube ad for... Crab Fest is back at Red Lobster with our largest variety of crab... You motherfuckers. All- you, you piece of shit algorithm. I am... Oh. Goddamn motherfucking shit dick sucking YouTube advertisements just, just, just like, took me completely out of it. Like I'm mad about it now, but like right when it happened, like 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 Sarah was looking at me, it's like it's like, well, that, that certainly seemed funny, and like she didn't know what was happening. Like I, I like stopped myself from like almost crying from laughter at that fucking like, oh hey, come and come get our fucking strip garbage at our, 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 our like piss bucket oh, of a restaurant. Oh man, that's funny. That's God, super damn it. funny. Yeah, I mean Ugh. at least it beats our ads of like constant barrage of shitty ass mobile games. <laughs> yeah yeah it's like oh, oh hey like like oh ryan reynolds like oh you're you deserve better than this what are you yeah, doing yeah that's like no it literally is just some chick uh like being oh wow this game and just like pretending to play it she's obviously pretending to play it and just like and you just hear <laughs> the sound effects like click 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 uh but yeah in any case yes that ad ruined uh kind of ruined that scene for you huh <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I can't help but think of it every time I think of the scene now. So I, I guess you could say it ruined, but I, I oh don't man, know. that'd be funny fun that everybody, because everybody of it. like remembers <laughs> that scene, and uh, so and because of you, I'm gonna every time I remember the Walking Dead end scene, I'm gonna remember the incident <laughs> that happens with you. So thanks for that, Robert. You just see me drinking in the bar, just just like all grizzled and, and like straggling, and it's just like I remember that scene. And it's like oh, I remember when the crap fest happened. <laughs> it's like people are like, oh man, like hey man. September of 2018, I remember. So after that credit sequence, I honestly like I I left the game and I'm like, well, there's no nothing that happens after that, and then the post credit sequence occurs, and I'm like, huh, that's an interesting tease. 
Yeah, it was, it was a definitely like, it was like, oh, wow, there, there's a stinger for something. Oh, they're making another season, probably. Or they're, they're just leaving on, like, a happier note. Like, oh, she found people Oh, outside. right, yeah, as I was going to say, it's like, I honestly did not yeah. know whether that was a teaser or just or post, just a post-credit thing. Yeah, and, like, if, if you played season two, it, it turned out, like, oh, that was Omid and Krista, the, 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 the two strangers. I mean, I kind of figured it was Omid and Krista, but... It really is nice. Right, right. It really, it was, it was, it was really implied. nice to play that first episode of The Walking Dead season two to have that validation. I'm like, oh, Clem is safe, and then I played the rest of season two, and I'm like, ugh. Oh fuck. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Oh no. I mean, ugh, and and the story wise and the content wise, uh, if you if you get my gist. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I understand that, but like I was skimming like the first episode of the second season. So I was like, oh, okay, that's sweet. Oh wait, no. Yeah. What? Yeah, that, that's no. what that's what I meant when season two completely turns cynical instead of empathetic. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. I I still have to get through it. Like, I I still have a copy of season two, and I want I want to get through it. But that's pretty much the entire episode five discussion. I mean, is it like I I put a few clips in between to actually get get more of the the feel of the episode. But is there anything you also want to mention of episode Honestly, five? Honestly, I think I mentioned enough. Like other than like the like I've, it is one of those games that I fought hard tooth and nail for, uh, back in 2012 when everybody was like everybody. I mean everybody says 2012 was a sucky year for games, but I mean it it wasn't like it really like I'm saying like everybody complained like it was like like in 2014 like it didn't suck for games. It was just com- it was completely adequate and but it didn't like uh, quench people's thirst. I guess enough. I don't know. But I mean, so yeah. But then I, right. I actually, everybody said, "Oh, The Walking Dead just won because it was just the least bad of all five nominees." I'm like, "No, it's good. No, it's a good fucking game. <laughs> it's genuinely yeah, good." Stop like, it. And then because of that recommendation, everybody <laughs> wanted to play the rest of Telltale's catalog. Uh, I'm like, "Ooh, no." But then I'm like, uh, "Maybe, maybe, maybe this or and this." But the rest of it. I mean, like being a better mindset of knowing, like, well, no, this, this is. This is different. You're like, don't don't no, come really, and expect. It really is. It's like, it's, I mean, I'm gonna use a dumbass comparison right now, but everybody is like complaining about the new Death Stranding trailer, and then saying like, well, I mean, not everybody. Like, uh, like we have in the uh, Saudi, like a lot of guys complaining about, oh, Death Stranding is not a real game, and I'm like. What? So you just want a game like uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna complain about Spider Man. It's like so you just want to play a game, just open towers and just collect buttons, and that's it. Is that is that what gaming <laughs> is for you? Like that's it. You're just you're just gonna. It's a series of chores. You know, like the game's task. Like, honestly, I love. I love Spider Man, but honest to God, I didn't feel like a moment of joy when I 100%ed it. It was a moment of relief. I'm like, thank God. But in any case, so yeah, so gamers are like, oh, this is a game. Oh, Dragon Quest Eleven. Oh, it's the best Dragon Quest game, even though it's the same fucking shit for the past 25 years. No offense to Dragon Quest. But, like, when you get something new and different, it's like, oh, it's not a game because you walk. And I'm like, you fucking motherfuckers. No, it, 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 it never made sense then, and it still doesn't make sense now. Like, like, like when you start, like, discerning, like, like what is a game and what isn't a game, it, 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 again, it, it's like deciding, like, what is and isn't art. And it's it's all a matter of yeah, and, and, intention. And, like, are, are you intending and, it to be uh, like ha- have a statement? Then it's it's art. If you're not trying to make it make a statement, 
then that's still art because it's still a statement you're making yeah. by not making a statement. So it's, it's like being like, oh, like th- th- this game's political. Like like every game is political, but by, by, by the by the design, like what what you include and yeah, what you and don't include. Yeah, and it's like for me, uh, like especially that when they say it's not a game because in the end the choices you choices you make don't matter. It's like it's like one of the few examples of The Walking Dead follows up. Like I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna compare it to freaking Bioshock's ending, where it really is it treats the trope of video games and respects them and plays them off against you and because if it was in literally any other medium that final speech with the stranger would not make sense at all it, but it, it makes perfect sense right. in a video game and it makes you angry because you played it in a video game it's it's meta in, in, in that matter where they has it is talking to it's you it's not like a mad hazard meta it's like oh god sponge, enemy sponges Ugh, and then they actually make them enemy sponges but yeah, yeah, it's like it really it, it like and and it's such a mat- it's such such a mature game like an, an, an actual good mature game not like mature like uh, bl- tits and blood blah, and it's and it really is it, <laughs> that's why it frustrates me like it's one of those like it really is one of the best experiences you could have in a video game and people like treat it like shit because they only finished episode one of it and it really it really is just uh, finish it it doesn't take much of your time. This game is incredible, and like, like I know a lot of people played it, but I do know a lot of like a large swath of people who still don't treat it, like don't think of it as a real game. Just, just play it. Really, like, just really do. It, it will. Uh, I, I, I mean, I mean, if you if you finish this podcast, obviously, uh, you know. It, but I mean, honestly, like playing it is completely different from hearing about it. Like, I, I've had a lot of games ruined for me, but then when I played them, I'm like, holy shit, it is an experience. So yeah, trust, just trust us. Play Walking Dead and. You'll have a blast. Well, you won't have a blast, but you know what yeah. I mean. <laughs> you, you, you'll have the uh, entertainment equivalent of a... Um, fuck, I don't know. It, it, we'll be going on too long. I got nothing. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Oh, good God. Anything yeah. else you want to mention of The Walking Dead Season 1, Episode 5? Uh, no, but uh, like I said before, and I'll say it again, it is one of the best entertainment media media things to ever to be ever released in the entire history <laughs> of humanity and i won't back down oh god that is fair oh my god well it's been a while and i'm not sweaty yet but we can have a round of plugs for this episode aziz is there anything you want to plug uh i'd like to plug the patreon.com slash pmv oh jesus uh, okay uh I'd like doing to my job plug- for me yeah, <laughs> uh, I'd also like. I, I want to repeat my joke, but I I don't want to <laughs> do make it. You know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna repeat it. Patreon.com slash Collins oh, Stand. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, uh, Robert uh, promoted it before in the main mainline podcast, but uh, me and him already. I mean, him and Sarah uh, did the Oscars for this year, and uh, hopefully there'll be a repeat of it hey. next year on. Talking Oscars. Uh, we, we, we got a bunch, a bunch of movies and, lined up uh, to watch later on this year, and, and just like go to like, okay, if we're gonna rent a bunch of these and watch them all. Then we're gonna just wait for the Oscar list and see all the, all the Oscar bait movies. So we're ready. We're getting ready. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah, man. Life itself is gonna be. Oh boy. A hoot. <laughs> but I, I've got something to plug. That's um, <laughs> that's actually uh, related to this episode. Um, I sent a link to you, and you'll probably hear it. Oh. But um, 
I, I've been doing a lot of uh, swear compilations for like uh, for like Cyberpunk 2077 on my on my uh, YouTube channel. Just like every time it, it, it swore. Oh yeah, <laughs> I saw that. Way too many swear words just, just to show that uh, how mature an adult this game is. And I I did it for like a, a of orcs and men yeah. too because orcs also like to swear a lot. Yeah too, yeah, I saw that so too. That was inc- that was fun. But this one, it's like I I am just yeah. like astounded by like. Oh wow! <laughs> there is a lot of swearing in just this one episode too, but uh, there, there's just a swear compilation yeah. of the entirety of like the Walking Dead season one. That's also pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I, I enjoyed that. Just, just like I, I put it on work, and, and just uh, hearing those uh, compilation just uh, gave me, uh, <laughs> just made me giggle uh, all the way through. Yeah, it, it it gets bad. Like I. I I'm not a prude at all. You, you, like you, I'm sure you can clip together like I am how many times I said fucking or, or shit, but it was, it was just like come on. Like you, you, when you're actually writing material, like it doesn't have to have like a, like have all these like swear words in it. I mean, uh, I I do complain about mature uh, tits and uh, <laughs> blood just a second ago, but if you're somebody who listened to a certain video game podcast at the beginning of the year. You know, I have um, no holds barred, unfortunately, when I'm in a yeah. state of mind. Roll time. That's only when you're, when, you're, uh, you're, when you're texting your 14-year-old friend and your 31-year-old rapper. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, oh my God. Oh, God. Oh, oh, actually, my Zoom is like saying low battery. <laughs> gotta, gotta stop recording. <laughs> we gotta wrap. Right. We gotta wrap it. <laughs> that's, that's, I'm that's not fine. joking. Okay. I'm, so really, that's I'm not joking. Level select. Um, you can check out the uh, episode listing. You can check us out at Level Select Cast on Twitter. You can check me out at Twenty Three Breach, and you can check out the next episode of Level Select of. The Walking Dead Road to Survival on iOS. That's our next episode. Thank you. Good night and fuck you, whoever tank Telltale. Take us back, oh, take us back, oh, take us. Take us back. Take us back, oh, take us back, oh, take us.
Crab Fest is back at Red Lobster. 